welcome everyone to another episode of the dining room table i am your host veranda x and i am joined by the lovely miss keandria rivers she is from decatur georgia graduated with her bachelor's degree in office administration and technology from valdosta state university and she hopes to someday be a motivational speaker so miss keandria rivers how are you doing today hi i'm good how are you I'm doing well. Um, I was very productive, or I tried to be productive with my day, and then I went to the gym, girl. <laughs> That's super productive. Let, wow. Let me tell you, my the I'm very disappointed in myself because I haven't worked out in a very long time. Right? Mm-hmm. I would say that I'm just playing. I'm paying Planet, Planet Fitness my membership, but I went to. I was like, okay, I'm gonna try to do boxing. Right? Okay. And I went to, did I tell you about that the other day that I was going to try to do boxing? No, this is all news, but I can't wait to hear about it because this is going to be interesting. Okay, it was terrible. (laughs) (laughs) That makes you feel better. Uh, I went to boxing and they started me off with the jump rope. Mm -hmm. And when I tell you, I couldn't do, I couldn't even do that. I was very disappointed in myself and I was doing the jump rope and I felt lightheaded. And I started, I was like, whoa, okay get it together Miranda get your life together and so I sat down and now at this point I sat down like five times now <laughs> I'm just telling and trying to convince myself not to leave and when I tell you it started at uh the boxing class started at six I got there at 5 30 and we started it early and it was just me when I say we it's just me and the trainer oh no and right and it's 5 40 he told me get the jump rope when I tell you I left about six o'clock, <laughs> class they didn't even start. He was just like, "Okay, Miranda, I need you to warm up, get the jump rope," and it was done. It was horrible, Keandre. I felt, I felt just, I really like shed a, a tear uh-huh. when on my way home, and on my way home from work, I was like, oh, I mean, not from work, from the gym mm-hmm. or boxing. I was like, okay, let me just stop by Planet Fitness. It's on right. my way home, and Planet Fitness closes at seven. That was the ultimate fail too, because. I, I got in there. I ran like half of a me- half of a mile, even though I walked half of that mile. <laughs> and I felt sick. I felt lightheaded. I was just like, "Wow, okay, this is horrible." Wow. So what I think, yeah. I personally think you probably just were a little dehydrated. I ju- no, I drank water all day today. Yeah, but it takes a okay. long time for you to become dehydrated. So it's going to take a long time for you to rehydrate. So that's probably what it was. And then your your meals, too. Did you eat? I sure did it. My grandma told me that yes. when I said <laughs> Yes. You probably, yeah. Okay. Working out, you know, working out is tough. Like, you got to you gotta be full, like, all the way in as far as your eating, your water, and all of that. But you're a step above me because I didn't go to anybody's gym or boxing class today. So... Miranda too, Keandria zero. So. Well, it was terrible. <laughs> I, I, the dude was looking at me like I was crazy. I was like, I'm not about to faint. I just need a moment, I'm and my moment took. Fight. Right, I just left. You know what? This is not my day. I'm gonna try it again another time, and that was that. But um, I try to make my day today Sunday my self care day. Mm-hmm. Did you do anything today or this weekend? self-care related yet I went to church on Sunday and well today is Sunday I went to church today this morning and I helped my mom with a few things so I would say you know I've kind of been chilling but also been doing a little bit of productive 
productivity. Oh, well, yeah. Keandra too. Miranda zero. <laughs> <laughs> if that makes you feel no, better, so I did not no. go to church or help my grandma today. So we're two and two. You went to the gym. Okay. You worked out. I did some some like computer work. So yeah, we're two and two. We're good. We're good. And we're here. All right. Now, so we're good. That makes me feel better. Thank you for honestly taking the time to be a guest on my show. We were talking the other day about a few things, and I was like, oh yes, this is good for the podcast. Absolutely. Let's bring it on. Um, and I wanted to. Start Start, and I always tell each guest with um, I tell each guest this but basically whatever you feel is comfortable I want you to share it please share your truth stand in your truth and be comfortable sharing your truth and I want you to know that it's okay this is the space to do so is that all right absolutely I am so excited so, I have this quote or this post that I read off of Instagram is very short and straight to the point but I think it goes into the conversation that we had the other day and I read this post on Instagram and it said I stopped looking at things and saying I wish that was me and started saying okay I can do that too how do you feel about that I like that actually. So you probably should send me that once we're done here. Okay. However, um, I have also been kind of doing a little bit of research, looking around on Instagram, and I found a quote that directly relates. Um, and it just basically said, "You're already that person. Just place yourself mm. into that position." Mm, I like so that. I think that our quotes kind of align. Because it's just kind of um, telling you to just go for it and not necessarily, you know, wish that you were somewhere. Just do it and just start. And that pretty much kind of sums that up. I like that quote. Yeah. I was actually um, last week or whenever we met together, I was telling you how I decided not to go to the Peace Mm -hmm. Corps. And for my listeners, I, I I applied to the Peace Corps. I got accepted. I was going to Africa. Very excited right after graduation. Mm-hmm. However, I decided not to go, right? Mm-hmm. And the reason why I decided not to go was because I am starting a new business, a consulting business, and I'm very excited for it. And I felt like Peace Corps was going to be my safety net, mm-hmm. Right. It, it gives me the stipend, it gives me the medical insurance, it gives me everything that I wanted to feel secure. However, it was nothing related in my field that I was going to be doing in Africa. And so I finally got the courage and I was like, you know what, I'm going to do what I want to do. I want to build this business. I want to um, enhance my book and I want to continue doing that and I want to facilitate and speak to young women right right and so you were talking and if you can kind of share with the listeners a little bit about what you were saying and going into it after we talked about the Peace Corps Mm -hmm. and my decisions about that Mm -hmm. okay so first off I was super excited to hear um about your acceptance into Peace Corps so when (laughs) I heard that you were no longer going I was like, oh no. However, you quickly affirmed um, me in kind of being a little disappointed that you weren't going because I was so excited about it. But you basically just told me, um, you know, basically that that your heart wasn't um, there and you didn't really want to do the same thing that you wanted to do at the time. So say you applied, when did you apply for? I applied it last year. Okay. 
so you applied last year sometime and then here we are this year maybe not even six months in and it's just like wait that's not really what I want to do and Mm -hmm. you like I said reaffirmed the fact that although this is what I wanted to do initially or I thought you know this is what I wanted to do it's okay to change um you know change the pace or change your mind like you have that right and um going back to a quote that I saw on Instagram as well it said you are not a tree you can move if you are unhappy and so Mm -hmm. not saying that you were unhappy um you know with your decision but that just wasn't where you um where you saw yourself being the most successful or that environment wasn't going to be the most conducive to what you wanted to do and so I personally think it's amazing that you were able to step out on faith once again outside of some of the other decisions that you've made to not do certain opportunities or um you you know pass certain things to kind of actually make your dreams come true including this wonderful book that I'm looking at right now but I guess we'll talk about that in a second thank you thank you so my question for you mm-hmm. um what do you have to say as for and I want you to answer it from your personal experience okay. too when you have people our age a lot of millennials right. we stay in jobs or we feel like we have to stay in a space that's going to allow us to feel more secure and we allow that to make our decisions so right okay so personally I feel like that is something that I'm struggling with now um and I think like you said a lot of us do that because we you know we have the age we've gone to college we've received degrees and certificates and you know people everyone is so excited for us you know especially for myself as being a first generation college student and Mm -hmm. you as well everybody is just so excited and it's like yes but you know the world necessarily or society doesn't really care about you know first generation college student they want to see you know results and so sometimes you can kind of get swallowed in and in feeling like you have to stay somewhere because of money or you know because you I mean of course we have to pay our bills and we have to Mm -hmm. you know make ends meet and things like that but ultimately I'm at a place where my peace is you know top priority and if I feel like the space that I'm in is not conducive to me being peaceful, to me being wholeheartedly happy, then that's probably not the space that I need to be in anyway. And I don't think I'll be able to be my best self. Mm, so that's that's good. Yeah. So I like I said, I'm kind of in that place right now where I am happy. Um, you know, I'm happy helping people. I am happy with what I do in the grand scheme and the grand scheme being the job that I have now you know I'm able to pay my bills I'm able to do you know relatively nice things sometimes for myself but this is not where I see myself forever and forever meaning uh, next year um (laughs) I was just about to I was just about to ask that like so uh uh-huh keep going so I'm actually actively searching for something else and um like I stated the other day um you know I don't have any children I don't so I I don't necessarily have any ties 
any um, dependents who, you know, I have to look out for. So if I wanted to uh, move or if I wanted to switch jobs, I have that option. I'm so thankful for that, which is why I kind of tap into that often. So, you know, I am definitely thankful for the position that I'm in and, you know, all of the opportunities that it has afforded me as well as the connections, which, you know, meeting you is kind of has come from that. However, um, I think it's definitely time for me to go ahead and spread my wings and try to figure out um, how to reach my goals and how to how to make my dreams come true. um, So when was that shift for you? When did you decide, like, no, I need to choose my peace over my comfortability or security when when did that happen for you Mm, I would personally say that it happened um maybe mid mid year 2018 so um I've been working at this job since July of 2017 and Mm um I was hoping for you know a full-time position there and then I was blessed to be able to receive one. And so I got in and I'm working and everything's going, quote unquote, great. You know, it's beautiful. However, I started to realize that I felt a little trapped. Mm-hmm. I felt trapped um, because it is a very hectic schedule, um, you know, long days. So sometimes 10 hour days, depending upon the the time of the year, basically. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so... I'm like, is this, you know, what I really see myself doing every single day? Can I really see myself living this life? It's starting to feel a little mundane. And I was actually kind of, I've I've kind of been feeling as if um, I only look forward to the weekends. And I don't like that. I want to look forward to every day. I want every day to be exciting. And I feel as though I can't, I can't really like do, um, like outings or mixers or fun you know little things on the weekdays because I have to get up so early the next day or like how you just you know said you went to work out I can't do those things um as freely and as like as much as I would like because of the schedule that you know I'm kind of having to adhere to so yeah like I've been feeling this way for a little while but of course you know you have to be realistic and you have to make sure that your priorities are in line. So, you know, I'm going to hold it down until I see better. But, yeah. So what does peace look like for you? Peace. Peace looks like, as cliche as it sounds, um, I just feel peace is just happiness. Joy. Not happiness. Joy. Joy. Um, I feel joyful be in the space that I'm in I feel or I would like to feel free so essentially peace equals freedom Mm -hmm. and so if I don't feel like I'm free to be myself I'm free to speak in the way that um, I speak I'm free to just wholeheartedly be the person that I am and who I know I'm called to be then that's when the table kind of shakes and then I have to kind of realign myself so peace equals freedom for me do you think you know who you are and what you want to do or what your purpose is on in the world and if so can you let us know Hmm. 
you are pulling out all of the tough ones tonight. Um, I, <laughs> I am, and it's so funny that you say this because right before we got on the phone, one of my good friends was just telling me, she's like, I feel like you are walking in your purpose. And it's funny because that's one of your favorite lines, walking mm-hmm. in your purpose. So she was just telling me that she feels like I'm coming into myself. I'm learning who I am and I'm walking into my purpose. And I received it because I'm trying. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to be the woman that I have always dreamt of being, if that makes sense. Not sure. It does. Um, it does. I, I'm, I'm definitely um, trying to be intentional about every opportunity that I take, every interaction that I have, every connection that I make or I kind of shy away from. Because sometimes all opportunities are not the opportunities Mm -hmm. so you kind of have to you know pick your battles um so yeah like I said really and truly I'm I'm trying like on that little name tag that says hello my name is Mm -hmm. you should say hello I'm trying right (laughs) right that's exactly what I'm doing but honestly since you want to pull out the question on me do you think (laughs) that you are walking in your purpose now Uh, I actually do. I think it's very funny because it's not funny per se. I just think, and I think I said this to you the other day, Mm -hmm. your energy is just different when you walk in your purpose or you feel that you're walking in your purpose and how you talked about that joy and how you only look forward to the weekends. I enjoy every day. I love Mondays. I love starting uh, my week off because I feel like it sets the tone. I do, um, but I do believe that I had it's how do I say it different experiences Mm -hmm. and different opportunities um I learn like as I as I go like okay this is for me this isn't for me like when I was doing the Peace Corps when I was applying to the Peace Corps Mm -hmm. I actually right before um I applied to the Peace Corps I was gonna be a full-time teacher right right (laughs) Yes. I was going to be a full-time teacher. And a week before I was supposed to be a teacher, I, I rescinded my offer and I, and I I completely followed my heart. Right. And I I think as millennials, either we don't do that enough or Mm -hmm. it's not encouraged for us to do that. But I think a lot of us do though. Um, so I followed my heart. It just, my heart wasn't in it. I, I was with, I worked with you right, for a year. Right, I was, yeah. I was in education. I was doing all that good stuff. And I love the children. Don't get me wrong. I think so. Youth are the future. However, when I saw myself being in here every day and you're talking about those 10 to 11 hours a day, right. I said, I'm confined. I felt the same way you did. And so I said, nope. This isn't for me. I'm not spending the rest of my life doing it. But again, I'm first generation, and I felt like that was a safety net. Right. And so for me, I didn't. I, and it's it's a topic for another podcast, but it's talking about survival, right? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I didn't want to live my life based on survival. I didn't want to make decisions based off survival because then I felt like I was being impulsive and desperate. I'm only doing what I'm doing to live check to check and I'm just doing to survive, right? I said, no, girl, you want to thrive. And so I decided not to teach and I applied to the Peace Corps because you talked about freedom. I felt like, oh, it was my first time that I was going to be free. I get to travel the world. I get to experience different people. And I wanted to be in Africa, a place that is the motherland, a place where my people are from, but I don't know about it, right? Right. So I thought that I was going to, I wanted to learn more about myself. 
And so I applied to the Peace Corps. I was happy. But when I applied to the Peace Corps, I, my book was not published. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> um, so I was in the process of publishing my book. Then my book published, which was awesome. I, I had the opportunity to really pour my soul into paper and really get it out. And then when um, my book came about, workshops came about. Right. And I love leadership. I love student affairs. I love facilitating and making people feel like they belong. Especially me, when I was growing up, I was always the new kid. And I always felt like the outsider. So when I got to CSUN and I got into college, I made sure that my top priority was always making the new kid feel like they belong, right? Mm -hmm. And so I love doing that. And based on my book, I started doing workshops and speaking to other young women. And my goal was to, I know I was carrying a lot of pain, a lot of baggage. And I spoke about it in my first episode but not having the space to really talk about it or feeling comfortable to discuss it with my family and friends and so I want to be able to provide that space and so to answer your original question Mm -hmm. yes because it brings me happiness right like inside and it brings me peace and I feel like I'm helping other young women tackle certain things that I didn't have the tools when I was growing up and I see a lot of bitter old women and it's no disrespect to them I just don't want to be that person right Right. I don't want to grow up and still be toxic or still or not being able to receive love and to love Mm -hmm. because my daddy hurt me when I was a child right and so those are certain things where I wanted to heal from and so the fact that I have healed and I see the difference in the way that I carry myself and the energy I portray and that I have, I would just want to share that with the world. And so, yes, um, I do believe that I'm walking in my purpose and I'm glad that God is being, um, God is talking through me and walking with me. And so my next goal is just to build that relationship with the men above more um, so I can continue to do that. So to answer that question, um, yes, yes, and yes. Um, I, I forgot my, my next question. I felt like I asked you a question. Um, no, I was saying with millennials, right? Right. A lot of, um, dang, I forgot my question. A lot of millennials feel like they have to, uh, stay within their jobs. Right. And my part is, I don't understand why or well keep going you can go because okay. I forgot my question right okay. <laughs> I got you no worries thank so, you I feel um like you were just kind of saying that we as millennials we just feel like we have to do certain things like I said because we have the degrees and the degrees say that we can do these jobs but here's the thing about that though um, mm-hmm. oftentimes the the companies they a think that we're lazy they b think that you know we uh, we don't want to work maybe because we're so strong-minded and we're so strong-willed and so um they don't always give us a fair chance which is clearly not okay nor is it fair but I mean you know life's not fair um so I think we kind of but we've kind of been sucked into the into the like the mindset of oh I have to work these jobs or I have to do this simply because that's what our parents that's what our parents kind of like instilled in us it's just like 
go to go to high school. Well, for me, go to high school, go to college, and get a good job. That's mm-hmm. pretty much what it is. So anytime you try to deviate, because earlier you said you don't believe that it is, or you believe that it's frowned upon for us to kind of choose our own paths. And I think a lot of us today are are exactly choosing our own path. So we may work the job, but the job is funding our dream. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's like once you tell your family or your parents or maybe even coworkers, you know, close friends sometimes like, hey, I'm working this job, but I'm I'm saving my money to be able to open up my hair shop or open up my or or like you write a book. I'm funding it to be able to pay for the cost and, you know, all of that mm-hmm. startup cost. It sometimes is frowned upon because it's like, well, what if it doesn't work? But right. then it's like, but what if I'm not happy where I am? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so oftentimes parents and grandparents, especially sometimes they are not able to see. Um, they don't see it because it's just like, well, you're working a good job. And I put air quotes around good <laughs> because good for them looks like you have benefits. You ha- you are salaried. You know, you have a pension. Right, right, right. And it's like, but what about my peace? What about my happiness? What about my well-being? Like, if I'm not going to this job and, and giving my all and representing myself in the way that I know that I could be, if I was doing something else that made me happier, why am I here? Right. And so that's where the issue comes in. And I think a lot of us are just really, um, we're, we're scared. We're scared until we read that quote on Instagram or until we talk to a friend who's like, hey, I'm doing this too, which I definitely want to say, of course, shout out to you because you're super inspirational, but there are tons of millennials who are like writing blogs and writing books and making um, like making the Instagram accounts and the Twitter accounts that kind of talk you through different um Oh, and even the YouTube channels, too, who just mm-hmm. kind of, like, share the everyday life and experience of a millennial. I think it's, like, super cool and um, impressionable because, mm-hmm. like, we definitely need that. Like, because, honestly, all it takes for you is just somebody else to say, I'm going through this, too. And that's right. something, as women, that's a really big issue because when I was at Dodd-Austin State, Go Blazers, um, I was the president of the National Council of Negro Women there. Shout out to that section. Um, and we had a conference. Um, it's, it's, the name of it is on the tip of my tongue. I can't think of the name of it. But we held a conference and we basically um, had a big hat brunch at the end of the conference. And so that's where we just all, you know, of course, wore the big hats and we wore the cute outfits. And but the 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 best part of this conference was that we were able to connect a room full of about 90 college students well women from freshmen until graduate students were in that room and we were all able to connect and talk about how we were all some of us were walking through the student union and the parties and the uh the cafeteria we're all walking through all these places you know maybe seeing one another on instagram or twitter but never speaking because maybe we don't share the same friend group or we not mm-hmm. we aren't in the same major but we were all dealing with so many of the same issues as far as um you know self-confidence self-esteem 
maybe losing a family member, maybe feeling alone at school because it's a school of over 13,000 people, but you still feel alone. Why is that? And that's because we weren't, you know, as connected as we should have been. And I reflect on that event oftentimes because that's kind of how, like, the world can get. That's how, because honestly, you and I, do you remember how we met? Like, how we, like, first began to speak to one another? Through food? Huh? (laughs) I'll say through food? No, not through food. Okay, everybody, since Marana does not remember... We met because we were doing a training. For, I do. Okay. Yes. And so you were sitting there and I'm like, hey, like I always see you, but we never really had a reason to talk. But can I sit here? <laughs> You're like, yeah, sure. So I sit down. And then after that, like that one small interaction built, you know, a connection yeah. and a friendship that we have now. So it's like. Then we went to go eat, right? Right. Yes. <laughs> yes. And then we got food together. Okay. And then the rest okay. of history. Um, or her story. So, um, yeah, I say all that to go back to we all we need is just a friend or a coworker or a colleague or just anyone, honestly, sometimes to say, I understand. Mm-hmm. I'm here for you. I support you. I believe in you. Let's make it happen. Preach, preach, preach. So, that's my take on how we feeling about these jobs, honey. They gonna, they gonna be, I don't know. They're going to be out of luck because when enough of us feel like, hey, we're done with this, we're going to all unite, be united front and come out here with all of these businesses and stuff like that. They'll see. So what would you recommend to somebody like your little sister, right? Mm-hmm. Do you think, would you tell her, okay, work to get your money or work to be happy? Hmm, That's real tough. Um, as of right now in this exact space in 2019, I would say do both. Mm-hmm. I would say research. Um, and when I say research, I mean research your heart, research your mind, research who you are, research inside. So do a soul search mm-hmm. and see and pinpoint exactly what it is that you want to do and then build wealth around that or build money around that Mm -hmm. Um, because if you plan if you have a plan because I have two younger sisters um, one of them is 21 the other one is 14 she'll be 15 Mm -hmm. very soon I guess I should say that because she's very excited about her birthday Um, Mm -hmm. she is in the ninth grade and she actually has um, she has a YouTube channel and she also she does Um, like custom made mirrors where she decorates the mirror and um, we've kind of been pouring into her now like you know your business plan you need that and so it's funny that you even ask that question because I've been kind of telling her you know you don't have to work for anyone else if you feel like your business or and if as long as you believe in you know what you're doing and you love doing that, make that work for you. So, I'll keep going. Because oftentimes, if you're happy in what you're doing and people see that, people see the transparency and they want to support you. Right. So, yeah, that's pretty much what I would say. I would say do both. I was going to say, so is that even a job? Because 
that's basically her career and what she feels like she wants to spend the rest of her life doing. So that's going to bring her joy in her little entrepreneurship right. um, lifestyle. I was also going to say, and it, that's the question I was going to ask earlier and I forgot, but I remember now. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of us, we, we are working in jobs that brings us security, right? Or I would say, and I wouldn't necessarily say just security, but it's just in our comfort level Mm -hmm. because we don't know what we want to do in life. True. And I think a lot of us are lost. And so that's a statement. I wanted to form that into a question. Okay. Do you think uh, um, some of us work in jobs that bring us comfort and security because we don't know um, what we want to do in life we don't know what our purpose is and so to say oh I want to do something that's going to bring me peace or I want to do something that's going to bring me freedom but not know that that's where it's scary and we Uh don't know what to do so what do you think about that so I think I totally agree with you um and I feel like a lot of knowing what you want want to do it it actually comes from just trying some stuff out because mm-hmm. me personally um so I'm 26 and I've had quite a few jobs in my day um and so one of which that I'm the most proud of outside of um the one that I'm currently doing is serving with AmeriCorps um in city of Jacksonville and I served in a low-income area um, and it's funny that I say that because not funny that low income area, but I have always wanted to be a teacher, right? So then, mm-hmm. after I graduated college, I wasn't sure what, was, what I was going to do. My degree is in office administration and technology. I have been applying to tons of jobs at like companies, you know, thinking, okay, I'm going to get a job in an office and be a boss. And yeah, no, that's not how it happened. <laughs> um, so I went and I said, well, you know what? I like to serve. I love children. I love to help those who need me. So let me go serve. So I went to go serve. And then, you know, um, some, you know, a few things happened with that. So, um, but I still, I serve and it's great. However, um, I was still kind of lost. So then I applied to some other jobs and I got the job that I have now and still working in education still trying to figure out what I wanted to do, still doing that currently right now to this day, figuring out what I want to do. So I go back to say, sometimes it takes the experiences to be able to say, like, well, that's not what I want to do. Because the other day we were talking and I was like, well, I've done it. And now I know that's not what I want. (laughs) Right. So And it happens exactly like that. Like that's pretty much so. I mean, even say if you were to graduate college and you started a business, and then you realize a year into entrepreneurship, like, hey, I don't think I'm a, I don't think I'm really good at this. Then of course you took, you know, the route, you know, the road less traveled, which is starting your business first, and then realizing, okay, maybe I just need to get a job because this is not gonna work for me. So I think it just all depends upon you, and then too, it depends upon family. Um, I know that like you and I, we always talk about family ties and different um, situations within family. And I feel like sometimes too, it just depends upon your family and how you were raised and what types of things were said in your household when you were younger. So it's like, for me, um, it wasn't really an option about college. It was like, college was a known thing. Like my parents, of course, you know, they didn't go to college. However, 
for me, it was like, you're going to college. And nothing forceful because I was ready. I wanted to go. Like, mm-hmm. yes, this is going to be great. I love a different world. So I really want to go to college. So did that. But what they don't tell you is, like I've been preaching on here tonight, is you don't always get that job. You know, of mm, course, there are mm-hmm. some of the very lucky few who get the Fortune 500 job right out of college. And half of that is based upon connection. Um, and I mean, sometimes there are people, so no shade. Some people who get it, you know, based on just who they are. Um, because I guess that's that's their season. However, um, for most of us, we have to work some jobs mm-hmm. that we may not like or that we may not, you know, particularly have seen ourselves in. But of course there goes the you have to do what you have to do so to answer your question I think that we we plan and then it doesn't work so we go with plan B and then in the midst of finding ourselves in the midst of finding who we are that's when we're really able to see like okay I want to do this I want to do this I'm going to use all of everything I've learned thus far to make all of my dreams happen which is where I think the both of us are right now And I was going to say to add to that, I always think when people talk about failing and failure, I always think failure is not trying. You'll never know where you could go if you don't try, right? right? And some people feel like they can't do it, right? They're like, well, I don't want to do that because what if, what if, what if this, what if that, right? But what if it goes right though? What if it goes right? Exactly. What if you enjoy yourself? What if... What if um, everything falls into place at that exact moment? What if, you know, you gain a huge following and people love you? What if and you love you? What if you love what you're doing? That's really the most important to me. And honestly. it's and okay if it does not go right. as you intended it to be. Because I always say there's a lesson to me, right? Mm-hmm. There's a lesson in every blessing or there's a blessing in every lesson. If, Come if on. you don't take that lesson out of that experience you could never fail I personally don't think so I think the only time you fail is if you don't do it because it's always going to be no and so when you said um each time you encounter something or you experience something that's when you learn like oh that wasn't for me right because I know that happened for me I I had a whole when I moved to Atlanta Mm -hmm. I was supposed to be going to Baltimore (laughs) (laughs) I was never supposed to stay in Atlanta but I think that the destination for me has always been the same but the routes are different right Right. it's like you're in traffic and then all of a sudden you got there's a detour and you have to go a certain way that you've never been before but your destination is still the same you're just going through this unfamiliar place and this unfamiliar route and I think that if people mindset was a little bit more like that like Mm -hmm. even if I if I didn't pass this test at this moment. I still think it could be your season. You just didn't pass that test. Right. Right? And so I think people continue to at least try and to develop a plan, to have a goal, something. I think that um, we'll be, we could uh, get to peace, if that makes sense, get to freedom. Right. Now, it's not going to happen overnight. And I think a lot of us, we're impatient I know that's one thing I've been praying Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm always praying for patience right and I'm like oh yes God tries me every morning in uh, (laughs) traffic because (laughs) (laughs) yes traffic I've learned like okay mom this is your time so I always have to tell myself well where do you have to be I know I have to be to work at nine but girl right Right. Where do you have to be? Can you just tell somebody you're going to be a little bit late? Or does that make sense? Yes, like, just totally. calm down. Absolutely. Uh, center yourself. 
And so I also think that for us millennials or for even the younger generation, if they just sat there and thought about what it is that they want to do, I think they'll they'll, um, find it slowly but surely. They just have to have faith and they actually have to try. Absolutely. I totally, I totally feel the whole trying thing. But I also want to add that sometimes, now, of course, we all mm-hmm. know that everybody wants, you know, family support, friend support, loved one support. But sometimes that's just not how it works. Oh, so yeah. You have to center yourself and believe, you know, whatever your faith is, me, I believe in the Lord. The Lord. So, you know, I pray and I ask God to, you know, kind of guide me. Um, and you have to know and you have to believe in yourself as well because everybody is not always going to be happy for you because there's you know that quote that goes around um you know everybody isn't going to believe in your dream because it's not theirs i was going to say that yeah and that's pretty much what it is so just because you know you think it's such a great idea and everybody should be so happy for you that's just not always how it works but please I beg of you if you're listening to this right now do not allow someone else's um, dissatisfaction with what you're doing cause you to stop or cause you to give in or give up because um, people only you know some people only see it as far as they can believe it and it's Mm -hmm. not their dream it's not Mm -hmm. for them to believe so you have to kind of you know love you love what you got going on and I know it's much harder um, or much easier said than done because of course we all want our people to support us like who doesn't want their people to support them but I'll support you call me and you know what's so interesting that you say that because what came to my head when you said their dream isn't um, your dream isn't theirs Mm -hmm. I look at it as also people can't see what you see also right right? you talk about being first generation now your first generation may look different from mine but if you come from where I come from which is a low income household um, I was the first in my family to even graduate high school Mm -hmm. you get me if I'm talking about college, no one has ever been to college. Right. So if I want to go to college, one, they can't see that far because they ain't even seen past high school. Right? Right. <laughs> and so, and then once I'm going to college, I'm looking like, oh, wow. When I was going to be a teacher, I was like, wow. This is the first time I'm ever um, filling out a retirement plan. I'm the first in my family to have an actual career. I don't know what to do. Wow. And so when we talk about people not seeing your dreams, you have to understand that people's limitations or their yes. conditions mm-hmm. can limit you only because they can't see that far yeah. and they can't help themselves. Yes. But sometimes when you're talking about support, it's not that they don't support you. It's just they can't see what you see. They can only see what their condition is, right? Okay. And that's so major. I think that that's those, you have to, you know how like they say feed people with a long handle spoon? Right. You have to be very careful when you want certain people to support you or to, when you're sharing your ideas with certain people because some people can't see that far. Yeah. And so it's okay for them I suppose at that moment but you have to continue being like motivated inspired and continue to ignite your own dream and have that just be you being the only person igniting that dream you know somebody else may not be able to bring flame to your fire and continue to let it you know burn Hmm. you might have to continue to uh I guess burn that fire within you even when 
you want that support from others. And so I just wanted to add on to what you said. Yeah, I love yeah. that, actually. Um, it's so funny because now a lot of different situations are coming back um, to my mind simply of me just speaking about certain things around certain people. And they're like, well, I don't know why you want to do that. Right. I don't understand why you would do that. Like, why would you even decide? You know, and so now it's kind of making me um, go back and kind of, um, from memory, extend more grace to those people who at first I was feeling like wow you don't even support me and now you just shed some light you know maybe they were just ignorant to the fact and by ignorant I mean totally unknowing you know mm-hmm. they didn't know um because oftentimes we say if you knew better you do better right so if you knew you know what what this opportunity looks like for me or how it will, how it will propel me in the future maybe you wouldn't say those things so yeah that was good that was definitely good and I'm gonna actually take that little piece away and 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 apply that to if I speak you know about certain things around certain people and they don't always give me the um give me right the response that I was looking for or hoping for I'll be able to extend that grace their way so yeah totally well I'm glad for that I'm gonna wrap up our podcast but mm-hmm. I want you to tell the listeners and I do it with every guest I want to know what is your word for the year hmm my word for the year is yes. execution execution so give yes. me one thing that you're gonna execute well um I plan to um embark on this graduate school journey I plan to my yes graduate school journey. Um, I'm looking into. I guess I'll give you guys a sneak peek. I'm looking into the educational leadership program. Um, so which yeah, is great. Execute, execute right because we're gonna be Ed Leadership Sisters. Um, so yeah, I'm looking into that program. I'm looking to execute all the plans. I have written plans down. Um, I've made vision boards. I've done all of the hoopla. So now it's time for me to execute. Well, I'm excited for you. And I'm Thank you. totally excited to witness your growth. Um, please tell the listeners where they can follow you on Instagram. Okay. Yes. Um, guys, you can follow me at Glitz and Glam. So I'll spell it G-L-I-T-Z-N, the letter N, G-L-A-M-M-M. Three M's, guys. Glitz and Glam, that's me. And you can always follow me on Instagram at Miranda X, M-A-R-O-N-D-A-X. And on Instagram, I, Miranda X. You can also read my blog on this episode at www.MirandaX.com slash blogcast. And we'll see you next time. See you later.